Hello, this is Diana Castro, and you're tuning in to Leaders with a Mission. And today, I have someone who you've already met, and I have so many new treats for you with this human that I would love to introduce you one more time. Her name is Michelle Villalobos, and she's on a mission to activate influencers, leaders, and superstars to dream big, expand, grow and explore the adventure of the life in full self-expression. She's a multi-passionate entrepreneur that gets to play and lead as a mentor, speaker, and author. And today, we get to talk about her new book, But I Want to Fly, a children's book created for dreamers of all ages. So this is the beauty that we get to explore today. And I'm just like blown away by it. So can we dip, can, can we dig a little bit deeper into this beauty? Please, let's do it. <laughs> so first, let me know, how was the inspiration? How did, how did you birth this, this project? I'd love to tell you this story. It's, it's crazy, actually, because I've never written any... Okay, let me, let me back it up. Let me tell the story. I um, was sick. I had the flu and I had COVID back-to-back -back in February, March 2021. And one morning I was still in kind of recovery, still not feeling great. And I woke up with this kind of melody in my head around four in the morning. And honestly, I tried to go back to sleep and ignore it, but it wouldn't be ignored. It just wanted to be captured. So I was like, fine, I'll just get up and I'll write it down. I'll go back to sleep. And I got up and I wrote it down and I just kept writing. And it was this poem that came out of me fully formed. I mean, it was, there was no editing hardly. It was just, I just, you know, downloaded this poem, like 22 stanzas of a rhyming poem. I've never written a rhyming poem before. I mean, maybe in like the second grade, roses are red, violets are blue, but it's not something I do or have done or certainly have turned into anything. And I wrote it, I loved it, and I shared it with a few people. And people responded beautifully to it, they liked it, and I just kind of, you know, moved on my merry way and forgot about it. And then I was on the phone with a colleague, a friend, and he, long story very short, essentially said, why don't you turn it into a, a book? I don't, you know, book, like whatever. And I, but then it, it just kind of started to percolate in my mind. I couldn't let it go. I found an artist um, I, I, in Germany. I found this amazing artist and, and it just flowed. She, I gave her my vision and she created these illustrations and It's, um, I'm so proud of it. I'm so excited about it. It's the thing that I'm most excited about right now that I've ever created, really, you know, in terms of a creation, a piece of art or a. This an is offering. just so beautiful. It's like a children's book for dreamers of all ages. Because the first time I heard this book, I ended up in tears. I was like, oh my God, it's so deep. And it feels to me like, is the journey of every human mm -hmm. in like, like those who are invested in personal growth, those who are daring to dream. It's like, like your independence letter. Like that's how I yes. received it. Yes, you nailed it. I've never heard it said that way, but that's exactly what it is. And it's, so if you'd like, we can, I can share. I would love for you to read it for our tools. Oh, oh, okay. All right. Yeah. But let's do that in a little okay. bit. Okay. Okay. All I right. Wanna, I want to learn more about the, the butterfly because I think everything that you do very is symbolic. extremely, like, there's a purpose behind everything. Everything. There's n very little that 
was not pre-planned in this book. Like every every word, because I wrote it fully formed and then I went back and I've refined it and refined it and refined it over the last year. And it's to a point where I think it's like, it's perfect. It's as perfect as it's ever gonna get. It's polished, it's clear and, and it's meaningful. And every word was chosen very carefully. Beautiful. So tell me about like the intentionality that has gone into this and like the symbology that you have like dove in to express every inch of this beauty because it's like, it's art at its yeah. finest. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. I feel like it's a work of art as well. And um, well, so the story is essentially a story of coming to terms with regret and sadness and then transmuting that into creation, essentially. I mean, that's what it boils down to. That's why it's a, it's a children's book for dreamers of all ages. And I really struggled with whether to call it a children's book because it's really not. Mm -hmm. It just looks like one. But it's really a book about evolution, expansion, growth. Yeah, it, it's for everybody. And it might even be a little dark for some children, actually. <laughs> but I feel like, like you've met my daughter, she's 11. Yeah. And I feel like kids nowadays, they're being exposed to a world that mm -hmm. is so grown up. Yes. And to f be able to experience the words and the in intricacies of that it is okay to break down, that it is, I'm, I'm giving some like- It's okay, stuff give away. it okay. away, yeah. Um, Like, I don't want to like damage it. <laughs> and I was like, uh, I, I busted busted the illusion, but here it goes. It's like um, for them to experience the world through a book that gives them permission mm -hmm. to, to be, to break down, to embrace. It's a beautiful thing because sometimes they don't get that from home. They don't get that from anything. And this was born out of like, to me, a download. This, this is something that came from divine source. This is something that needed to be birth for humanity to experience. Yeah. Yes, mm -hmm. I, I like. I feel mm -hmm. your soul, and I it's, it's it just too. so beautiful that yeah. we get to do that. So again, there's so many like little nuggets of wisdom mm -hmm. and 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 um, intentional messages. Mm -hmm. Can you give us a little bit of like what went into the that? Yeah, I almost wish that I hadn't told the story already of like how it came to me because as you're speaking, I'm realizing, and I don't think I've ever actually put this all together before. You know, I'm having my own awareness as we're talking, which is, you know, that, that was a really dark moment, the flu and the COVID, because the story that not everybody knows is that The, you know, uh, without getting into it, there was a lot of shame associated with when I got COVID. It was back in the day, it was earlier days. And and I had a, a huge amount of shame and guilt and because other people caught it with me from something that I put, an event I put together. So ultimately, I, I guess I held a super spreader and I had a <laughs> lot of shame and guilt around that, that I was processing at the time. And the or that I had just processed really is where and so what this book a lot of it is is dealing with the shame the guilt the regret of having made decisions that 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 you would maybe do differently another time like you know the awareness of like maybe I messed up maybe I made a mistake I did something wrong or I I in this case and 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 I've had this experience maybe you have too I don't know that you have maybe <laughs> of, of feeling like I had sold out my life mm. 
Mm. Right? I had a breakdown back in 2014. We talked about it in the last video. You can go check it out. Go check out that video. <laughs> um, and and the, the breakdown was, I always say that it was, the, it was the, the opportunity that I needed for my heart to crack open big enough for enough to come out and get, get cleansed and get alchemized and get healed that it was the cracking open that allowed the healing. Rumi says the the wound is where the light enters you, right? Mm -hmm. And so I know that and so I knew that that happened to me and that's in here. There's a scene in the book where she says her heart cracked open, regret poured out. And so it's it's about that that alchemy that happens when we allow ourselves to to feel the pain of regret, of sadness, of loss, of whatever. And we spend so much of our lives trying not to feel those feelings. And then we don't have the opening and the creation of the new thing because we're so busy numbing, you know? And I speak from personal experience. So this book is about like what happens when you just go all the way into the pain and the sadness and let it, let it flow through you almost and ride the wave. It's like riding a wave of, of pain. So um, I think this is the perfect timing to ask you to read the book to us. Okay. And if you start crying, don't feel like I got you. I understand. I was there. So would you please enlighten yeah. us? With I'd love to. I'd be honored. All right. But I want to fly. Where should I look? In? You can look at that. And then that's your audience. I, I do have to still read it. <laughs> I think <laughs> I'd memorize it by now. I do know it mostly by heart. Um, all right. Waking up again on the hamster wheel of life, V was safe, secure, and warm, but dying inside. Somewhere along the way, she lost her dreams and her desire. She acquired many shiny things and forgot to stoke her fire. What if this is it, she feared, and I never get the chance to live the life that's calling me and in the mystery dance. V wept and wailed and mourned the cost of the choices she had made. But the painful truth was clear as day, no one but she to blame. Her heart cracked open, regret poured out, along with so much more, miles and piles of pent up pain from years and lives before. She let it flow till tears ran dry, like a wave moved through her soul. And on the other side, was light and love and a yearning to be bold. Her heart whispered, it's time to go. Her mind shot back, why? All we need is in this nest, but I want to fly. V shared her dream with some she knew, the ones she most respected, but met with doubt and ridicule, which left her quite dejected. She struggled then to overcome her inclination to stay small. Would this be a journey for the ages or the legend of a fall? She set a scheme in motion and made of fear a friend. She turned it round to fuel her plan and avoid a gruesome end. V labored long for days and nights, crafting her contraption. She sewed and snipped, screwed, cut, and clipped, until such time for action. As her ship took shape, she mapped a course to witness the world's wonders. She meantime nurtured strength and grace to forgive and face her blunders. The chosen day upon her, the sun was waking up, 
She prayed to have a steady hand and a little bit of luck. She checked her wings one more time. Will they hold me steady? Then grabbed her gear and climbed the hill. The time is now, I'm ready. Hands shaking, knees quaking, and the breeze just right for a maiden flight. Barreling down the runway, V thought, what if I die? Her heart countered, honey, now we're alive. As she leapt off the ledge, her heart clenched in dread. She feared a downward plummet and took off instead. Can't turn back now, her plane sailed on air. She felt the thrill up her spine and the wind in her hair. The chill cramped her toes and her cheeks burned like fire. She embraced all of it and climbed even higher. Many years have passed since that first solo flight. Mountains crested, oceans crossed, inner demons to fight. From bumpy landings to lightning bolts, she faced them all and more with strength, heart, courage, and faith she had not before. Inside herself, she held the key to the treasure she once squandered, which locked away it would have stayed had she not struck out and wandered. Soaring far and wide, V is wild and she is free, and says, of all the amazing things I've found, the best of all is me. This is the most beautiful, I, I remember, the first time you read it, I was in tears. I was like, it was like cleansing someone, verbalizing like a human journey. Mm -hmm. A human journey of acceptance of self, compassion, yeah. of grit, of, yeah. of surrendering, mm -hmm. of, um, of living, mm -hmm. of, it was just such a beautiful expression of our human journey. So it makes me want to ask you, why do you think that this was self-expressed? Like, what do you think is the mission of this book? I think that it gives people permission to feel all of it, you know, and, and to have a a bigger human experience, you know? And, and one of the things I've learned from the work that I've done with my mentors is that the more I used to numb, the more I narrowed my human experience trying to control it. And I feel like this book invites people to stretch into the uncomfortable shadow. Like the beginning of the book, you know, she's, she's, there's an awareness there's, there's, she's dying inside, you know, there's like this, she's trapped, you know, her arms are, have got the octopus arms and she's stuck here in this life that she's built, you know, on a hamster wheel. And I feel like so many of us do that, but you know, and we're the ones that are keeping ourselves trapped. And this, the book, the mission of it is to help people wake up and say, no one's stopping me, but me. And I really understand that everyone's circumstances are different and challenging. And that's not to minimize- Or devalue. Or devalue. It's just to say at some point, it's on you. Actually, I, I, I would say, I would, I would actually say that it is 
claiming their power back. Yes. It is, it is, yes. it's permission to, to say I'm ready. Yes. It's like at the end is like, how do we get to that moment where we actually say enough? Yeah. Enough of this. Enough of this. I, I'm ready for something bigger. I'm ready for the other chapter. Like, and the courage that it takes, because it doesn't come without stepping into a new level of consciousness. It doesn't right. come without looking at fear in the eye and inviting it in for dinner. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's it's like, like, mm -hmm. like I've been, I've been running from you. Like you want a piece of yeah, me? Come, come and on. get it. Yeah. Come and get it. Well, and you know, it's funny because I also never put this together. That experience that I had with being so sick and then feeling the shame and the guilt and the fear, you know, all of that, all of that. I had a moment. I remember I was lying in bed and I was on my right side and I, I met in a, in a dream, I met my shadow. Like it was the embodiment of my shadow. Like it's like a devil, dark creature. And I turned over and I gave my back to it. I was like, I can't, I'm not ready to face this. I'm not, and this was in a dream, but kind of half awake, one of those things. And I remember having that thought, like, I'm not ready to face this. And I remember the shadow saying, I'm still here. You can face me, maybe not today, but you'll be back. And I'm not going away until you Not going at me. away. And I forgot about that. And then in the depths of my COVID, like fear, anger, all of that thing, I had a like a another dream where that shadow, that little that creature, like this devil, it, it, I don't know, it's like this green, ugly monster thing. And I opened my arms and I said, come. And I embraced it. And I was in tears and I loved it. And I realized in there like, oh, oh, this is the work. This is the work is to embrace it, not to rip it out, not to kill it, not to separate from it. Like this is the work of this consciousness of humanity is to embrace it and not to try to destroy anything, like to come from love, even to our darkest parts. And that's literally the what's happening on the planet right now is like we're facing some of our darkest stuff as a humanity. And the invitation, I think, with this book and with a lot of work that's out there is like, can we bring it in and can we be with all of it? But even the darkest part of ourselves. Even the darkest part. like. And some of the work I've, I've grown with you comes with that of like, what if it was there just to feel loved? What if it was like a part of you that has been neglected for so long that is just screaming out of the top of the roofs see me love me love me mm -hmm. i'm part of you mm -hmm. and that is the most transformational um work that i've experienced alongside you so mm -hmm. i want to honor that and i want to thank you for that mm -hmm. because it brings a perspective of it, it everything comes for a reason everything yeah. is for a reason everything even when we don't understand it even when we don't want it. That's faith. That's trust. And giving ourselves permission to like feel the yuckiness of it. Yeah. Because I think that part of what is separating us from everything, which is the suffering that we're going through, is, is not giving ourselves the space to break down. Because what would this person say? And the shame. And, yeah. and it's just like, but this is me. And if we don't accept that in ourselves, how are we 
asking others to do it for us. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah, exactly. And if we're not doing it for ourselves and if we're not doing it for others too, and we can't do it for ourselves, we can't do it for others. Like it's all connected. And that's why this book to some degree feels like a solo journey. Like it's just her, you know, and there's that one scene where she presents her idea and everybody makes fun of her. Um, and I, and I thought like, do I want to add a thing of like having a mentor or do I want to add something in about a friend or a spouse or, a, or a whatever? I was like, no, this, this needs to be hers. Like this first one. Cause I am already thinking about a, <laughs> you know, your creator is activated. Like, like, my creator is totally activated. My next book, I think I want to make it the story of this butterfly that inspired her. Like how the butterfly goes through the dark night of the soul and the cocoon and all that stuff. That's another story. But, um, you know, I feel feel like this needed to be a solo journey, you know, and I, not to obviate because I'm a mentor. So I believe in mentorship. I've invested in mentors like that's what I do. And I felt like the story that the, the analogy it has to be like this. It's your journey. This is the first phase. Yeah, it's the first phase of like getting back to self and like giving oneself permission to break down and to dream. And to build and Let create. me ask you then this, coming from that, like it's giving yourself permission to dream. What do you feel um, this book is opening the doors to? What is that dream? What is the next self-expression of the development of the fruits of the labor of doing this to you? Like, For me? Yeah. Well, first of all, I want to just say one thing because you inspired something, but it wasn't your question, but I want to say it, <laughs> which is like the book is also, one of my mentors says this, I don't think she invented it, but she says, Nanilea, she says, don't fight the old, create the new. Mm -hmm. And so much of my quote unquote activism in the world has been about like being angry at the old. And I'm not alone, right? It's like, this is wrong. This is bad. This shouldn't be anymore. We shouldn't, we sh should. And, you know, and I'm really becoming aware of like shifting focus to creating the new. Because I'm a creator. You're a creator. We're creators, right? Like that's who we are. So the energy that we expend over here fighting the old that's breaking down anyways is like, why not go create the new thing? It's way more Invest fun. Invest more energy yeah. on the creation so that the other thing becomes obsolete it on becomes its own. It becomes obsolete on its own. It's dissolving. Remember that video we watched? The dis it, oh, you didn't watch it. Okay, sorry. <laughs> uh, dissolving the old, right? The, the new will come and, and it will attract the people. So I'm like squarely in the create the new camp now. Like that is what I'm committed to. And when I find myself getting sucked into the rabbit hole of the old, you know, I pay attention. I'm not saying I ignore what's going on. I really don't. In fact, that's why I wear this cross because it's, it's a, it's a, it's an equilateral cross. It's the sacred cross. And the concept of it is like connection to divine connection to earth and connection to humanity in equal parts, mm -hmm. right? Nothing greater than the other, but like equal in all directions. And so creating the new is pulling me forward into, you know, what am I, what's my offering to humanity? Am I going to be known for the angry tweets that I did, you know, about like stuff that I hated? Like, uh, you know, I'm, that's not who I'm going to be in the world. I want to leave this behind. And that know? energy depletes us while it does. this energy kind of amplifies us. Yeah. And it's like, it's the invitation of what if. Exactly. For everyone else. Exactly. This is so juicy. Yeah. So that's for me. You asked me, it does kind of come, come back to your question. Like, what's in this? Like, I don't know. I just know that it's from this new energy. It's from this consciousness. It's from love. It's from al my own alchemy. It's from doing the work myself. Not perfectly. You know, not done. That's for sure. 
But I don't know. I don't know. I'm putting it out there. And I, I put it out there recently. It got rejected, you know, from a publisher. And it's like, all right, I'm going to do it myself. Self-publish it. Like, it's not, nothing's stopping me, you know? I'm just like, okay, then I'm meant to do it this way instead, you know? It's just a different way of creation or creating than, I'm, than I've done before. Thank you for that. Thank you. I'm going to ask you a question referring to the book of like, um, I always ask this and I asked you this last time, which is kind of like the non-negotiable of leaders with a mission conversation is how do you define leadership from the place of the birth of this book? Like, how would you define it? How would you invite people to consider leadership from that creation? It's, it always comes, this never changes. This is my North Star. It's alignment first. You can, I honestly think that it is impossible to lead effectively, joyfully, lovingly without being in alignment first. You know, it's just, yes, you can influence people. Yes, you can manipulate people. Yes, you can get your outcomes. You can create outcomes and all that. But I mean like real leadership, right? Like influencing, inspiring people, not from a place of, you know, cracking the whip, not from a place of manipulation, but like true leadership, right? Comes from, I think it's more powerful when it's from alignment, meaning self-alignment first. This, this story is about her realizing that she had sold out. She wasn't being true to herself. She had to feel the pain of that. She, the moment she was able to move that through, a new dream dropped in, a new vision. And that's leadership. It's, it's, Leaders with them on a mission, right? It's it's letting the dream drop in and then becoming the person, right? The embodiment, which in her case, she started building, she started mapping, she started learning to meditate. Like you have to see the pictures to know what I'm talking about. You know, she had to start living this new vision and then she had to take a leap of faith. At some point, she had to say, all right, here we go. I'm scared and I'm doing it anyway. What I downloaded from what you just said is like, there's energy being withheld when we are stuck in, in not feeling like we're, we're, there's energy that is like, is just not, has not been released. Yes. And then once it, once it's given permission to be like, yeah, there's now bandwidth yeah. in yourself to receive new, to create new. That's why this poem came through me after I just released all that anger, blame, shame, you know, it's like, boom, all right, use me. I'm available, right? I'm open for business. Let's go. You know, because I, I, what I forgot to mention is that I had a moment on my knees where I said, I give up. I like, use me. I'll do, I'll do what you have me do. Like I surrender. I, you know, I, I, I commend, I remember these were the words, I commend my life to, to the divine, like whatever it is. And I, you know, and that, that was like, what, a week before this happened, you know, it's like, boom, okay, here, take this. So can I have the book back? Yeah. So for me, I guess, like one of the questions that I usually ask is what books inspire you? Like this time <laughs> it's like, um, hello, <laughs> please check it out. Where can people get more of you? Where can people find this? How do we get this into the hands of as many people as possible oh. so they can experience? Thank you the beauty and the intentionality and the love and the intention that was poured into this. But I want to fly.com. That's where we're going to have, I don't know when people are listening to this exactly, but you know, there's going to be a way to either pre-order or order by the time you watch this. So, but I want to fly 
com. That's it. And by the way, you said other books, and I know we talked about it, but this is a completely different genre. Roald Dahl, Shel Silverstein, um, and I forget the name of the author, Maurice Sendak, Where the Wild Things Are. That I feel like there's some, and, and of course, Dr. Seuss is all in there. You know, that's what it feels like to me is what the, the it's inspiration. It's a compilation mm -hmm. of everything. Thank you so much for showing up for those who are looking to break free from their limiting beliefs, those who are ready to fly and those who are ready to embrace the new version of themselves to self-express in a way that honors their creator and honors their journey. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I had to bring her back. I couldn't help it. So for those of you who are here to change the world, for those of you who have a message, for those of you who want to amplify the world and create with the intention of legacy and impact, I'm going to invite you to visit us at forproductions.com. I'll see you in the next one.